If you found yourself in a situation where you cannot afford your payments and you have no clue what to do because it's extremely overwhelming, there's so much information out there, I made this video for you. Let's get to it. So today on the channel, I'm gonna do things a little bit differently. I know normally my education is to realtors and to real estate investors, but this is great for you too, because you're gonna see exactly not only how I talk to sellers, but also the different options that they have. So if you have sellers, send them this video, and this will give a great breakdown and great questions for them to think about what the next step is. So if you're a seller and you're like, I can't afford my payments, right? That's why you put this in YouTube and you're trying to figure out what to do. I'm going to go over different scenarios and I'm going to ask you questions that you can think about on really help guiding you on the next steps. And of course, you know, if you want to call us and you find yourself having more questions because of this video, you can always go to our website and reach out and go to the homeowner tab. Okay. So let's first talk to the homeowners that are only a couple months behind. So you've just determined like, I, I can't afford my mortgage. It's been a month, two months, three months, and specifically six months or less. And the reason why is because it's going to be completely different advice. If you're six months or less behind versus someone that's years behind. So if you are years behind, keep watching. I'm going to go over that next. Okay. So a couple months behind the first question I want to ask you is, is your financial hardship temporary? Okay. So if I was meeting you for the first time, I would want to know what the situation is. Why did you fall behind? Was it because of loss of job? Is it a divorce? Is it a death in the family? What is it? And is it a temporary hardship? Now that's important because if it's temporary and you have the ability to repay, you just need time. A forbearance is a great option. So what I want you to do is call your bank and tell them that you have a hardship that you need a couple months and ask them for a forbearance. So what they'll do, and this is important, they're going to put a pause on the mortgage payments, which means that they're not going to collect interest, late fees. Everything is going to be paused. Now, the reason why I started with is this temporary is because if you choose the forbearance option and you have no way of repaying at the end of the period of time of three months, generally it's 90 days. When 2020 happened, you know, it dragged on for a year, but the normal loss mitigation option uh, for forbearance is up to 90 days. And the reason why is because after those 90 days, you have to come up with all three payments at once. So you're using those three months to come up with the income, not, I'm just not going to pay my mortgage in three months and then deal with it then. Okay. So if you find yourself in a situation where you just need a break, say you're in between jobs, say you have money coming in and just right now you don't have the funds to pay the mortgage, a forbearance is a great option. All you have to do to apply is call your bank. They will generally just add it to the account. If it's a smaller bank, sometimes they may have you fill something out or sign something that you're going to pay at the end of the forbearance period. But generally it's very simple. Okay. So that's one. Now, if you are in a situation where you're like, okay, Nicole, I need to buy time because I need a job, set a date. And what I mean by that is if you are just trying so hard to borrow money and you're trying so hard to like figure out, you know, income, and now you're two months into that three months, set a date of, okay, if I do not get that income by, you know, July 1st, then I'm going to take the next steps to try and figure out what to do with the house. Because what you don't want to do is it creeps up 
real fast. I promise. I get these calls every single day. What you don't want to do is wait until the 90 days is up and the bank sends you that bill for $10,000 or whatever it is. And now you're stuck with, okay, what do I do now? Okay. The best advice I can give you, especially with dealing with your lender is to avoid loan modifications if at all possible. And the reason why is because when you modify your loan, it may feel the way that the bank presents it and the way that they tell you and market to you, it may feel like it's a great option because now you get caught up, but I want you to think long-term. Long-term, if you allow them to modify the terms of your loan, which is what a loan mod is, it could put you in a worse situation in your house. Statistically, most people do not live in their house more than five to six years. Okay. So if something happens, anything happens and you have to sell, generally those loan modifications will put you in a no equity situation because they have to restructure the loan for it to make sense. They don't forgive the late fees. They don't forgive the interest. They don't forgive the foreclosure fees. They don't forgive any of that. And it's important to understand that when you go through that process, they're going to structure it a couple ways. They're going to raise your interest rate. So if you have a really great interest rate, that in itself is going to mess you up in the future. They're going to create a second loan. So they'll take all of those back payments and put it into a second loan. And that second loan is is silent, which means that you're not going to be paying on it. But when you go to sell, you will owe the entire balance. And so the reason why this is important is because if your balance is higher than what you owe, if you ever go to sell, you're going to have to do a short sale or you're going to have to pay that difference. And the entire point of homeownership is to build equity, right? It's an investment. And so when we think long-term, is it really smart to continue to fall behind, to to do modifications and mess with your, your loan and the type of loan that you have so that you can just be current for right now? So I want you to think big picture, okay? So if, if at all possible, avoid the loan modifications. Now, if you still find yourself in a situation where you're like, Nicole, I tried to come up with the money. I don't have it. Then if you're only a couple months behind, do a loan modification. And I know that kind of contradicts what I just said, but if you really have no other options and you're not that far behind, see what they present to you. Now, if you can't afford the payments, you're not going to qualify. So it doesn't matter that you know you can't come up with the funds. If you cannot afford that monthly payment every month, even if they modify the loan and they mess with the terms and all that, you'll end up breaking the terms of the modification and end up right back into the same situation. So to avoid all of that, now we get to a point where, okay, we either sell the house if we know long-term I can't afford it and have the opportunity to get an amount of money that might change everything and start over. Because it may be a situation where, hey, sometimes you're not in a financial situation to own a home. And I, and I totally get it. It's your house. And we've been sold this American dream of if you don't own a home, you know, and you're renting. No, I deal with homeowners every single day that their house actually traps them. It's actually the worst thing in the world for them because they purchased the property wrong. A house is an investment. So if you go into it, not thinking about what this could do to you financially between the repairs, the upkeep, the maintenance, it could make you financially broke if you're not ready for it. So sometimes it's better to get out and cash out so that you can get back on your feet and purchase the right way 
than to drag it out and end up in foreclosure because that's what happens. Okay. So next, if you are years behind, right? So say you're four years behind, three years behind, and this happens every single day, and you even have a foreclosure date. Let's talk about what you can do at this point. So at this point, the lenders will always push the loan modifications like we talked about. At this point, what can you afford? If it's been three to four years and you haven't been able to make your payments, what can you realistically afford? If the loan modification is, is approved, you have to show that you can afford at least three times the amount of that monthly mortgage. You have probably been heavily solicited from everybody attorneys and agents and investors. And the reality is at this point, the goal is to get your foreclosure stopped. So you need to work with someone that has the ability to communicate with your bank, to get the, the foreclosure postponed, to figure out what your financial situation is. And sometimes there may not be an option, but to do a loan modification. Sometimes there may not be an option to do anything else, but if you can't afford it, or let's say that you're upside down where you owe more than the house is worth and you have to sell, you do have the option to do a short sale. So you can sell the house no matter how much you owe, no matter what the condition is. We would just determine, hey, okay, so if the house is worth you know, $100,000 and you, you have to sell it as is because you can't afford to keep it, the way we handle it is we go to the bank, we explain the situation, we explain the financial hardship, and we get them to postpone the foreclosure so that we can talk with you of like, hey, it, let's let's see how much you owe. Let's see how much the house is actually worth so that we can get the foreclosure stopped and have enough time to come up with an option. Now, I see every single day where sellers are filing bankruptcy and they're doing all of these things out of desperation. So a couple of things. It's important to know that a loan modification is absolutely free. So there are so many predators out there, and that's what I call them, that take advantage of people like yourself in this situation. Loan modifications are free. It does not cost you anything. There are great companies that I know personally that help sellers with loan modifications, but they don't get paid until they're successful. And that's really important. Do not allow a company to come in while you're vulnerable and frustrated and overwhelmed and charge you an arm and a leg just so that they can receive money from you every single month. That's number one. Number two, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Do not sign a deed. Do not sign anything over until you know all of your options and the implications of, of what that means. If you're signing your deed over to some Joe Blow that's like, hey, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And you have no idea what's going to happen with your mortgage and all of that. That's the worst thing that you could do because you're still financially responsible for the loan. So I hope this at least gave you a foundation of like where to start. If I can help in any way, reach out to our office. And if the person that sent you this video, you know, reach out to them, make sure that you're asking these questions. And just to kind of sum it up, what is my financial hardship? Is it temporary? Is it something that I can get out of? Or by kicking the can down the road, is it only going to get worse with time? And maybe the best thing right now is to stop the bleeding and, and do something. I see every single day people lose their houses because they wait until the last minute. The best thing you can do is reach out now while you're watching this video so that we can come up with a plan together. Reach out now and do something now before it gets to the point where you have a foreclosure sale date and you're out of options. As always, I'm here if you need me and I'll see you guys next time.